Nothing easy. Nothing easy. We're going to game seven, baby. Game seven. Game seven. Pass the ball, Jones. I gotta pass the ball, Jones. Gotta pass the ball, Jones. Oh, baby. Welcome to The Garage, an NBA live show presented by NBA Sports. I go by Mike, and with me today is... Daniel Doom. Jay Back. Uh, I don't even know how to describe what we just watched, man. I thought Jimmy Butler did enough to do it. Uh, somehow got behind the line for that for that foul. Made all three free throws. And I thought we were heading to, we were heading to the NBA Finals. But Derek White with... Uh, milliseconds left on the clock saves the Celtics season. Um, I just let y'all jump into it. It's crazy game, crazy result. What are y'all thinking? Yeah, that was a wild fourth quarter. It was still digesting what I just watched. That was crazy, classic, classic finish for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jimmy, the Jimmy. I mean, we talked about it while it happened, me and Mike. But the mm-hmm. Jimmy flop and him being behind the three-point line somehow with the cam, the way the camera angle was in real time, and even on the first couple of, I think maybe the first replay or the first couple of replays. I think they went to commercial and mm-hmm. came back, and then we suddenly yeah. saw the video, the, the the video from the other way, and you could see his feet. And it was just like, oh damn, like what is? I mean, yeah, there was yeah crazy fourth quarter. My mind just went to there first of him. Getting like yeah, getting both feet behind the line like so securely, and then and then knocking down all three free throws was crazy. Uh, the other guys, I guess, is something to point out. Just with Derek White making that, uh, Derek White making the play at the end there, and just you know those the other guys coming through when uh, you know the superstars meet. Uh, yeah, superstars always gonna. It's a when you're in the conference finals or in the, in the NBA finals, it's that's on the margins of is when is where you where you need to win. And the other guys is, is where you went on the market and Derek White making that hustle play at the end. Just yeah, you see, I saw the credit to Tatum on the other end. Like credit Tatum's been doing, I feel like since the end of the Philly series that he's going to crash the glass. And he is uh he he was on the other I think they were both like collectively putting pressure on the rim there to like they both had they had both sides of the rim covered, I guess, to wherever the ball was coming off, one of them was gonna get a shot at a tip because they were both just making the smart basketball play and reacted very quickly. And yeah, hell of a play by Derek White. I feel like as I saw it, it felt I didn't feel like a hundred percent that he got it off in time, but I did feel pretty good and was kind of surprised at the reaction that it. Well, I guess it was my, my I don't yeah, I guess it was more the broadcast because it took a while for Stan and, and was it Kevin? I think Stan and Kevin to catch on. Kevin getting a little older, man, it just felt, felt a little bad for him. I feel like ah, I was like he missed a great because he, he turned up like he turned up as soon as he saw saw that it went in and got yeah. like we're going to Game Seven. But I feel like we missed. Like he should have just went all in. Like as soon as he's like yeah, it was just yeah. a matter of point two seconds and just like I feel like he should have just went for it. Like yeah, even if you were wrong, you would have still been able to just keep the adrenaline up. But said it was like took like two minutes or like a minute for Stan Van to jump in and be like. The Celtics won the game. <laughs> well, about that, Joe, you go ahead. I'm rambling for a few minutes there. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, honestly, yeah, the comeback was crazy. Just the whole fourth. Mm-hmm. I knew I could. I was about to stop watching because mm-hmm. 
yeah, I have some money on this, so I was just mad. But then I was like, oh, something tells me something about to happen. Uh, the script, man. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, man. Miami didn't deserve. Miami didn't deserve to win the games. Me, they're to be honest. So like the fact, yeah, the fact that it, they even got it to that point was crazy. But I know, as soon as I seen that they put on the extra, they put on the three seconds, and uh, yeah, they put on the three seconds. I didn't know if the Celtics they had a timeout, so I was, I was. Uh, that much time on the clock and Jimmy having to make all three of the free throws. Yeah, that was, that was I was yeah, I wasn't comfortable just with the uh with the one point lead pretty much. I was like, yeah. uh some bullshit can a lot of three seconds is a lot of time in the half court. Uh but yeah, I just feel like uh I don't know, one of them easily because the Celtics that's shit, the Celtics, neither of these teams deserve <laughs> This because the Celtics didn't play a great game either. Their stars didn't no. play great. Like it really just took Jimmy. Now I'm not even gonna say Bam. I, I hate watching Bam play, but uh, Jimmy. Bam. All it takes, yeah, all it takes is Jimmy having a right, go at least ten for ten for oh, ten for twenty five. Went five for twenty one, but make at least ten shots and y'all would have won this game pretty easily. But yeah, yeah just had a trash game. Robert Williams, crazy Robert Williams too. Uh, mm-hmm. He might be out for the rest of this one, which will be interesting. Because he got hurt in the third quarter, like towards the end of the third, which is ironic where Jimmy finally started to make a couple shots. He had made like two or three early on, like through three quarters, and then he finally put a couple more in the basket, made a couple more once he was out. Yeah. Yeah, he got a lot. This this was hearing you talk about him. This is the other side of Jimmy and Bam. I guess this is like, the mm-hmm. as peak Jimmy and Bam as you can get what this playoff run is and then just like what the value is why it's so cool and the value in building a team around two guys like this who are like unselfish both all-star star level players I guess all NBA level players or all the all all league defenders and like when you have two of those guys I guess it's just yeah and you create the world where a Gabe Vincent can shine where you can have undrafted players shining around like kind of the, the rotation pieces that work better and and yeah you just you feel like a deeper team even when injury hits you and stuff but there's yeah the other side of the coin with those two i guess and watching and the almost interesting to talk about both of these teams i guess yeah you said it felt like neither of these teams kind of deserve to win and i feel like it's kind of the the uh the i think it just goes to the top of these teams they're both so interesting or jimmy and bam i can appreciate it so much but i do think there's a little bit of clash of their flaws their flaws are a little too similar. Like, just not even, not too much. And it's the same thing with Jalen and Jason, though, in a weird, bizarre way. Where it's like, oh, they're, what they struggle with and what they're good at is way too similar for them to, yeah, for the balance. I don't know, the coexistence. Boston, I'm starting to really tell like, Yeah, Boston's, Boston's so interesting to me. That's a really good team, man. It's, 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 they're really weird. And I just, I don't want to put it like Jalen, put it, I'm trying to put it all on Jalen and Jason, but. <laughs> it just feels like they they've really filled out this roster so well. I don't I don't know how much better it can get than this, and I think it's why they can come back from three zero down because they're that deep or that good of a team and have that many good players. But, but yeah, comes to the top top two with both these teams. You know what those what I think Bam and Jimmy allow the Miami Heat to be, but also can they get them all the way there? And then with Jason and Jason, it's like you got everything around you, man, really that you can ask for. Can you guys do this together? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting. I think both of you kind of pointed out probably Jordan with the stars maybe not showing up and then down kind of talking about how the supporting pieces are uh, so necessary in this series. And it's funny how this one went because Jimmy and Bam were the ones that kind of got carried throughout the game. 
I feel like by that uh, by that supporting cast, right? Jimmy goes five for twenty one. Bam goes Bam was shit, man. Bam went four for sixteen. I'm sure he did a lot of things because he's asked. He just does, but he does a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, no, no. There were some plays in there, man. I I can't watch him play. It's frustrating player to watch. (laughs) Look at it. Gabe Vincent takes 18 shots. Cody Martin has 21. Cody Martin had 21 and 15. Cody Martin just yeah. Is he just like wait or is 21 and what? 21 points and 15, 15 rebounds. rebounds. <laughs> I, did I say it on the pod last time? Did I figure it? I, yeah, like, no, I was telling did, y'all we yeah. need to give a coverage. Okay. The Martin, we need to get the other one or we need to steal him. Like, we need Joe Lakers need to go give that man some money. He's, he ain't been to the Heat that long to be like all in love with the Miami Heat yet. We, uh, we need to find a way to get him some stock options or something. <laughs> he needs to be a warrior. And if he's not a warrior, then the other one needs to be a warrior, warrior or both of them need to be warriors. We need to fill out the roster. But anyway, that dude. Yeah, but yeah, I was going to. Yeah, I was going to say on the. On the Celtic side, uh, Marcus. Marcus had one of those days. Had one of those Draymond days where the three. I was gonna say the threes were falling, but then I look four for eleven is still. You know, he took eleven, yeah. which is always funny. Marcus Smart, but he made four, and those were big. He fours. was like three for five at one point. Yeah, and I was about to say yeah, that was yeah, bad. Like four I was in so the, like, happy first for him. He two was... and a half quarters. Yeah, he was like three for five, four for six. Ah, that's tough. But yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where we go from here. What are we going to get? The Robert Williams part is interesting because I think, like you were saying, Jordan, Robert Williams probably had one of his better games, like in the playoffs, actually, just because he's been in and out, like kind of rotations and shit. And if he's not going to be around, it gets different. I don't know how it goes for Bam if he doesn't have to deal with that or at least not the whole game type thing. So it's going to be interesting to see where we go going forward. Any other thoughts? There's a lot to talk about with this game. So anything else anybody wants to jump on? If, uh, yeah, Robert's out then. I said I was done taking the heat, but yeah, Robert's out. I feel like I feel like Jimmy gets it done, but it's gonna be it's gonna have to be Jimmy who gets it done. Like credit to the role players or to everybody stepping up, but like yeah, yeah I just don't don't expect that two games in a row and going into a game seven. So you said, yeah, it, you said the point yeah. about Jimmy. Jimmy just if he just makes ten, and you probably even say if he just makes like seven yeah. of his twenty one shots. Yeah, I think the other if Kyle Lowry just didn't like Kyle Lowry's had a couple of moments in this series, but it's if Kyle Lowry just didn't. I don't want to say Kyle Lowry sucks, but he's kind of getting close to that point. But, like, yeah. Kyle Lowry just could give them, like, even 60% of hard. what they thought they would get from him, I think, when they signed him. I think the he's playing hard is out over. There. But, yeah. I don't know how he got eight points. The one, I was, he had to, he always when we had Jalen Brown on him, he had to work so hard for that bucket. I was like, ooh, <laughs> that man. was hilarious. That just took everything out of him. That was like seven seconds back to the basket. He was starting posting up at like the base, the corner yeah. three. <laughs> I don't know what Jalen. Jalen, man, I feel like people match up with Jalen, and then all of a sudden it just turns into not basketball. I don't know. It's like he has that effect too. Like he do some silly stuff, and then people do silly stuff against him too. Yeah, him and Kyle Lowry's a bad combination. To that point, that is true. What do y'all think Jalen Brown shot today? If you were to guess. Uh-oh. 50%, 70%. Uh, night, night, good shooting night. What we got? What he, we got? Pro- he ended up wait, he ended up 50, didn't he? Yeah, he ended up 9 for 16. Yeah. I was surprised because he had, I'm after sure. the Lowry, like him and Lowry get into it, like he turns the ball over like two straight possessions and then like yep. he has some other shit that happens in that mix too. Doesn't hit a three, but he does have 26 points on 16 shots. That was the thing I was going to say. That's why I, I forgot. My bad. Uh, 
Remember how, like, I feel like, I don't know if I've talked to y'all about this, but the Spurs against the Heat and then, then the and then the Lakers against the Cavs, those series are funny to me because it was two teams daring LeBron to be a jump shooter because they knew everything else he could do would destroy yeah. them, and it works for, like, five and a half, six-ish games. And then LeBron finally starts making jumpers because you're just letting a great player take wide-open shots, and then they kind of lose the series off of that. We're like, 2016 and then 2013. Those are kind of the two times you see it happen yeah. with LeBron. Yeah. I feel like Jalen and Jason got, like, a master course or whatever and how to – be a good playoff wing even if you can't figure out like how to be actually solid on offense or like get your get your shit going and you just look at it like Jalen Brown nine for 16 but eight for 10 from the line Jason Tatum goes eight for 22 today you want to guess free throws how many at free throws 10. Tatum takes at least 10 I mean, he, yes he made 10 he made at least 10 yeah he made and shot more than 10 and he guess this dude yeah, yeah. 13, 13 15 or, for 15 15 15 15 for 15. 15 for 15 from the Lions up with 30 points on 22 shots, even though he had a bad shooting night. And I just wonder if they just saw Jimmy manipulate the manipulate the NBA playoffs yeah. to the best like of the ability of a wing can do it outside of like attacking it as the LeBron heliocentric Luca, like I am the offense thing. It's like, oh, this is how you figure this out. You just you, you bullshit. You get to the fucking line and you make this shit work. Like I think you mentioned even Tatum's uh, rebounds. Like Tatum just twelve rebounds. Brown with ten rebounds tonight. They both have a double double with points and rebounds. They both end up having well Jalen has more turnovers than assists and Jason has three turnovers to five assists, but they both fucking got their rebounds and they both got <laughs> to the free throw line. And they won. See, they know what their best is when it comes to the playmaking, when it comes to all of this stuff, and they they, they give their best, and then now I guess they just like you said the Jimmy part is they just trying to win on the margin. They just trying to do all the other. They just trying to do all the little things because, yeah, it just I don't know. Yeah, they're it's, they're they're such a weird duo. Dude, Jason Tatum is so interesting. I feel like I can't. He's so interesting because I feel like he never really got close to the. You know, I guess the top three for me, whatever it was at the time, whoever those three guys were, it never felt like Tatum was convinced me he was terribly close or anything. That's but one of the he just keeps getting better, I guess. Pod, that's actually. the thing. Yeah. All right. Well, wait, well, I guess Tatum went top I feel five. Like we were all like, just, four. I feel like Misa was on too, but it was kind of me, Jordan, and Misa. Like, oh, yeah, Tatum's just top five MVP candidate this year. And you were kind of the last holdout. But then it was funny. You were the last holdout, but then the Celtics season went to shit. So it kind of seemed like you were right. And then he's a hard, he's a hard person to judge. I don't know. Yeah. I was, I was saying, I guess, yeah, for me, just like seeing him, I guess seeing him because the finals, it's just the, probably the last two or three playoff runs. But just, and then, yeah, this, yeah, this series of 3 0 being three, down 3 0. All of these playoffs really has just been so weird. But, He's just, yeah, he's figuring it out. Like, I can't just, like, I think he just has all the, I don't want to be like the mama mentality and the dog stuff. I think it's more just intangibles. Like, I feel like I know what skill-wise a player he is, and I know that he's probably, he's never going to be gifted in a way that Curry, Jokic, LeBron are, like Curry, Jokic, and LeBron are. But, like, I'm, I don't know what he is because he does just do, I don't know, he does just, I think, he just, I think he is a, a smart basketball player overall. And I think he does a good job. He's in a good system, and I think they've taught him and shown him how 
to like you were saying, just 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 do all the little things that it takes to win in the moment and keep figuring it out. And I think, yeah, this the last playoff run getting to the finals and then this playoff run here almost getting back. I just see so much with I'm so intrigued, I guess, by the next two, three, next two to four years for Tatum for probably being like his true prime as a player and what he is at the best of his best. Because he has so much, I think, playoff reps now, and, and just he's just figuring out. I think he know, yeah, just figuring out kind of who he is as a player, and he can get better when he figures out who he is as a player. But the flaws are the flaws. I think they're they're there. They're going to be there. And yeah, he's in, he's interesting. He's interesting. If I'm saying much, but yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's another big moment for him. He has a 50 points in the game, 51 in the game seven. He's had a lot. Of, I don't know. It's weird. They're they're such an interesting team, right? I think somebody said. Jalen and Jason, since they've been together, have only missed one conference finals. I think to this point, like they just had a lot of moments and they got another one. And maybe this is the time where they, I don't know. I don't know if either of these teams is beating the Celtics. That's probably what I've learned the most over these. I kind of thought even after the Heat went up 3-0, or not the Celtics, the Nuggets, but like I think the Nuggets are probably just winning the finals. And I feel like the last two games are probably just showing. like, yeah, I don't know if either of these teams is actually beating the Nuggets at the end of the day, but that's where I flip. I think Jason, Jason's kind of, I kind of, I just, I, I have a, I have the, I have an undetermined level of high respect for Jason Tatum. I don't know what it is or where it is amongst all the great players, but I'm trying to figure it out. And I think if he gets to the final, if they get to the finals, him and like I said, team's just really good. I don't like the Brown Tatum connection. And I, I think the problem at that team with the team at the end of the day is going to be yeah, closing games out in the fourth quarter consistently in the finals, in the conference finals, stuff like that. And have Jason Tatum and Brown uh, playmaking or ball handling come in into question in the biggest moments. It's just a really good team. It's a really good team. Like I don't, I, I could just see them giving them the Denver Nuggets problem. And they got like, they went four games in a row. I mean, that's just, that's the kind of moment. You don't. That's that's great momentum in the playoffs, I guess, especially coming into a team with that much rest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Celtics. Are, I don't. I think the Nuggets run the Heat off the floor, but I and I, I think before I kind of was thinking leaning towards just the Nuggets being able to beat the Celtics in five or six, mm-hmm. maybe even four. But now I'm kind of. I think that's a little bit more of a toss up for me. I think mm-hmm. Boston's just completely out. I don't know. Not completely out of, but I just feel like once we get there. We're kind of away from that first, second round, whatever the hell that was. This just takes it. I think this just this this, every round. No, okay, this round I feel like specifically. (laughs) No, yeah, you're right. I don't know. These they're weird. No, I see your point. If they they get out of this and they have down in Denver, mm -hmm. they could go down to Denver two zero pretty quick and like they're gonna be confident uh, because altitude, whatever it is, going and then yeah, I mean just like not being able to make the game close and whatever they get get hit first. But this Phoenix, the Phoenix, Phoenix won game three, right? Yeah, Phoenix won game three and game four. They won game four too. Oh damn, they put yeah. they, made, they six. put it for six. They yeah, six. six. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Boston can do that. I feel like going down 0-2 two is their style. At this point, going down yeah, three is their no. style. I mean, like just feeling unpredictable is their style. I feel like they go down three one, maybe go push to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't. I can't count them out. I guess overall, I feel like that series could just end up being like with yeah. the way this Boston team is. They're just they're weird, man. I, yeah. I know a lot. I'll know a lot. I know everything I need to know, or most of everything I need to know in 30 days about the Boston Celtics. But I just feel more confusing than ever right now. Yeah, it'll be a couple of weeks. Uh, Jordan, all right, Jordan. Um, looked it up. Yeah, exactly. Spread is Celtics minus two and a half. Money line is Heat plus one sixteen. Celtics minus one thirty six. Are you done? Are you done with this series? Still taking the Heat. Plus plus one sixteen. Uh, it hurts. 
me to say yes, I'm still taking him because I like you know why Jason Tatum doesn't have the mama mentality and you <laughs> see that they both all of them look scared in the last three seconds after Hold Jimmy on. did that. The uh, like, that. He's he's scared going for rebounds. That's the central part of winning championships. Yeah. Bill Russell yeah. got rebounds. That's what Jason Tatum is kicked in. He kicked in two rounds ago. I feel like he kicked in yeah or last round. I'm. I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna play hard. When the ball go up, I'm trying to get a possession. I'm trying to get another possession. Yeah, I think that that's just he's consistently in that mentality. I feel like over game stretches now, which is I feel like yeah, he's gonna probably be playing. He's gonna play. He's gonna give us a good game. He's, yeah, he's playing solid games. Where he shoots, no matter how he shoots from the field, he gives yeah. you a good a good value game. But yeah, no, I don't. My mentality thing. I don't know. I don't know. The Russell mentality. He got a little, he got one got one two percent kicking in right. You know now. who doesn't? This nigga Bam Bam out of has zero foul. How does that happen? Wait, he didn't have a foul in this game. He didn't have a foul. What? Bam Bam might be the most confusing player in this series. I'm not even really. I know who this dude is, man. <laughs> oh, uh, is that the PS? That's personal foul, right? Yeah. yeah. What? How? <laughs> kind of impressive. <laughs> How much points did they give up? They give up that much, four, they? Yeah, I guess, man. That's great for you. I don't know, man. I, I think just because they got killed on the glass. It's funny how much this game ended up being about the offensive rebounding. Like, if you actually look at it, the Miami Heat take 93 shots. The Boston Celtics take 78. And I think the free mm. throws, free throws are, might have just been free throws. Let me look. No, nah, 30 to 34. So, yeah, just have no, a big No, I was going to say they both got to the line a lot. Yeah, I so, mean, the stars. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, Miami just big advantage on the offensive class. The only reason they're really staying in the game, right? Like, there's a lot of moments for offensive rebound three. Like, that's how there's, like, the heat are hilarious because, like, there's so many, so many teams. Really, I feel like maybe every team in the NBA, like, just breaks at some point in the first three quarters of this game. And just, like, it gets to 17, gets to 18. It's just anytime it got to double digits, it got back to, like, four within the next, like, two minutes type thing just because of the offensive rebound thing like that. But the last two minutes comes down to – the Heat started giving up too many offensive rebounds. Like, the Celtics kept possessions alive. Like, even the Jalen Brown had won a few possessions before that kept the possession alive. And obviously, like, they win the game on the offensive rebound. And to your point, Jason Tatum was right behind. If you look at the picture, or if you look at the last yep. play, Jason Tatum was right behind uh, Derek White trying to get that get that put back. So, it's funny. It was a funny how much this game. I mean, it's funny because it's a Pat Riley uh managed team or a generally managed team and Pat Riley's the one you know rebounds wins championships and this you could argue this game came down to the rebounds the reason it was close was re- offensive rebounds the reason we're going to a game seven is an offensive rebound so mm. Bam Bam went to box out Jalen Brown at the elbow for kind of no reason if you look at the replay he could have just crashed the offensive glass but he kind of throws a body on checks Jason I guess I fell back because like that's just basketball reaction like a shot goes up check the guy at the elbow and then go get the ball and he just does that but it's just oh there's not that much time left you don't need to check too damn big to be doing that shit go grab the ball yeah how tall is he he's like six he's like six nine i was about to say because he look about six (laughs) he is a six seven six eight out there that's when i knew it was bad oh that was oh my god because he tried that's when i I know with man where i can't even get mad at dude because when i looked at i was like good job man like i ain't never seen you go up that hard like i don't see you do that try that all the time you know it's not always gonna be a 38 year old al forford in your way (laughs) maybe next time yeah 
that shit, he takes too much jump shot for it, but he did try to start getting like, oh, just the baby hooks. There's something going around the rim. And it's like, oh, man, it's just. He takes that bad shots. 2K bill. I was gonna say, yep, the close, the, you know, the close shots on 2K they like to take. He the only player in the NBA that it look re- like he really take pull him up one foot inside the uh, free throw line. But like with his norm, like he's like he's at the three point line though. Like he pulling up, like it's just mm-hmm. like man, bro, it's you right at the basket, dude. Like I don't know what to tell you. Puts, he puts like, as much energy into his mid ranges as Draymond puts into his threes. Uh, man, I don't. Uh, Think about the Warriors. Oh, my bad. My oh, bad. Yeah, I'm just like, what? Oh, it's almost time. Braun's coming. Oh, it's it walking around town. I know. It's going to be a while. I'm saying it every day. Oakland State Soldiers. Oh, yeah, no. Oakland Soldiers, LeBron James, finally time. He's hitting all the spots he's been before. This is the last one. You know? Braun. Needs to bring the bay around. Why did he do the retirement shit? Like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, like, why? Just, yeah, I don't get why people are actually talking about it. This nigga just be doing shit. <laughs> it was, yeah, I feel like that was his way. You know, how he came out with the cast after the one series. I feel like that was his yeah. version of like. Just so y'all know, I was so hurt that I'm thinking about retiring. I mean, I'm not, but I'm thinking about retiring because that's how hurt I played this year. Yeah. In the moment, he was. Moment he looking at that foot like it took like ah. 24 hours before the reports were changing. It's 47 funny. minutes. This is how I go out. Trying to make AD feel jealous or feel uh <laughs> feel like a failure, feel like he didn't do enough. Um Who's that? Oh, Bam. Well, I had one more yeah. thing to say about Bam. I can't remember. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. He came up and he got drafted when we were kids, like not 90s. Like he got drafted in, I guess, the late, the early 2000s with Darius Miles and all that. He got drafted then. He'd be a small forward, I feel like. He probably just, I think, when I look at him, I just feel like they would have just said, like, oh yeah, he's about probably like an inch taller than Darius Miles, got just enough hand. I feel like from day one, he would have been just a, one of the athletic wings. I'm not saying, I don't know what he would have been. He's just an interesting player to me. He's interesting to really plot in each era because I feel like it's just positioning everything. I think he works in any era because I think he's good at just the most essential basic things that are necessary to win basketball games. He's good at defense. He's good at, he's good at passing. He's good at, uh, he's a good rebounder. He's not a great rebounder. I think he's good at a lot of things. Not great at anything, but I think he he's a great, in he's, a great he's a great uh anchor on defense. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And I would say it was saying what that is, I guess, in a different era, maybe is playing more back playing is more back to the back to the big man, but maybe he's let's say maybe he's more like Dennis because he's coming off the bench for Detroit as like a six man of the year because he's just solely going out there to rebound and defend from like a small forward position. So he's a double down guy or he gets to roam and like in Rome and everything's played in the paint. Mm-hmm. So he gets to roam in the paint on other great big men. Anyway, I don't know. Bam is an interesting player. I feel like this might, act, he might be one of the guys where I think if you plot him in the, in, in the other area, it might look a little cooler as opposed to this area where I feel like it's just a little mm-hmm. like, I don't I know. Like... I feel like he's just, the center thing is weird for me mm-hmm. with him. I feel like he's been in Miami so long playing the five. I don't know. Like it's kind of yeah. like, or playing, like I was, yeah. I can see him playing the four today, like in this era. Like, there's just not a lot of see. I feel like like playing the four next to Al Horford, but I feel like this era. I feel like this era is the one that allowed because that's. I just feel like it's a Tyson Chandler cautionary tale if it goes the way you're kind of saying, and he's not seven one. So somebody's like, "Why are we trying to play him?" On the perimeter, I think he has legit handle though. No, he does, but he's just he's not. I think the two thousand, not that 
good at anything but the rim for like the rim like no he's good he's good at a lot of stuff the rim protection and the being a hub on the elbow or wherever area is like what he's like two things he's really good at he needed pace and space to really like unlock he needed the spoke of anybody to know that like even though he doesn't look like the seven foot brute like he can be my starting center like i don't know yeah if he, cause he's just like he's cool at those things, but like I think yeah. just the jump shot, he's not a, like he just he's not even like a good mid range. Like, could you see him catching it and hitting the fadeaway? Like, anytime Bam takes a fadeaway off the block from like fifteen, I don't know. I guess my mind's just going to probably just the most recent I've watched is probably like a couple of two thousand one, two thousand two playoff games of the Sixers and like the uh, the Raptors and like just seeing after the who's the fourth best offensive player on each of these teams and like bams i feel like skill level even pop it pop it in then i guess for the player he is now i guess you pop it in then it's just i don't think it's anything astonishing and i think i think it kind of probably for the air like air thinks he shoots like 42 percent from the field maybe <laughs> i just think it's a different game so it's a different level i just don't think it looks different different impact and stuff like that but i think it's yeah we're just living the most air where your offensive i guess your offensive flaws are in a game full of offense, I guess flawed offensive players stand out more. I guess especially when you get to come playoff time. I guess is that interesting yeah. about this era? And there's so much picking on and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's, but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess yeah, I feel like yeah, just kind of the early 2000s, even the 90s kind of thing. I feel like there's just there's yeah, you go through find a lot of two threes, two threes or fours who have defensive value or like other value that they can't. I just yeah, it was before the game expanded with space and shooting. I think there was yeah. It was so, I guess it's so different to imagine, I guess, a guy like Bam just being able to, oh, yeah. Yeah, those, like, you look at kind of fitting on just a Pat Riley's Knicks team as, like, not the root force, but I think skill level-wise, being able to do a lot of what they asked of the small forward position. You know, it's like, we wanted to have a big front line. We want to have defenders up across the board, or two defenders, two bigger defenders next to Patrick Ewing, but we need these guys to be able to pass well enough on on the offensive end, like, to make the just the space and work of the air. But yeah, I don't know. Think he, think he, think he kind of just, think he kind of just, yeah, think he kind of, in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, like any era, he's he's just interesting, but I think he looks different. Like, I think he just, as a player, just looks really different in any era than he does in this one as a as a center, which I feel like he maybe, it goes to another place. He may never play. Like, I feel like he goes to a different team and maybe never play, never play much or not play center as much or play center secondarily, you know, if he wasn't in Miami or just, you know, Different situation. Yeah, I guess the thing. I feel like his game opened up when he when they stopped trying to do that. Yeah, when he went out the position. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, old air. I think that's the thing. Just yeah, what Miami and New York and some of those East Coast teams look like in the uh, or Eastern Conference teams look like in the late '90s. uh, It's interesting because, like you said, he kind of fits in the mold, uh, and he's probably better than a lot of the people in the mold. I guess I feel like. I don't know better. I feel it's like just interesting. A, I feel like I like. No, I, don't thing, I would say like, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying he's even better than he is now, but like he's better yeah. at that than maybe some of the guys the Knicks were throwing out in that, or some of those teams were putting out in those spots. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. just a little more versatile and skilled offensively, which is a product of the time, but still. So it's interesting yeah. to think about that. Um, yeah, but I do. Well, I think it's just game evolved. So obviously, put most people in how it exists today is the most maximized they can be. But I kind of see what you're saying that there's an interesting look of a yeah. player. I mean, he's probably the, the best thing for him was playing with a, a top 
seven, one of the top six or seven players today. That's what I would want to see him play, which, you know, Jimmy put up a little fight this playoffs, but I feel like maybe you got to push it up to like the top five. But what does Bam look like next as the number two? If he's the number two next to the one of the one top five players in the league. Because if not, maybe he needs to be the number three or feel closer to that. But yeah, or Miami, that is, you know, they've built him up. They got trying to get the most out of yeah, um, any any predictions going into game seven? What are we thinking or any other thoughts on, on tonight's game? You said you had who you have? You, you have Miami, Jordan? I think I'm going Boston. Yep. I'm not full. I'm not turning. I'm talking about Bam. I think I got to go Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Jimmy has game. one more good, one more, one more Jimmy. One more Jimmy. He looked a little tired tonight. <laughs> I was only gonna ask, did he just hit the wall and just the game every other night is just a little too much and he just ain't got he ain't got nothing left in the tank? Is that where we're at? Yeah, he looked rough tonight. Yeah. Everything he pulled something out. I don't know. But it's pretty I mean, short too. Vincent legs looks solid was, enough and yeah. And uh Martin, Vince, I don't know. There, that still look fine for coming for like obviously coming early from injury. But yeah, I think I mean Martin's the only person that had a good shooting night on the team, right? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I feel like if Boston hadn't been Boston these whole playoffs, and they just seem to not want to win home games, that's the only thing. Where this would be hilarious. It seems like if there's a script writer, the script writer is they, they push it seven and then they lose to Jimmy because Jimmy like drops fifty or something. But I don't know, man. The way it's been trending, they just they're the better team. I think as that was a funny part about the three O. It's probably why a lot of people even thought like Miami needs to just win game four and not play with this shit. Cause like from the beginning it was obvious that the Celtics were the better team. I mean, they were doing, he was still doing that shit. Like, these are close basketball games that they're just winning at the end. And if you look at it, they shouldn't have been close because, again, the Celtics are just a better team. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah. It's in game seven. Should should feel like we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Part about game sevens. They're unpredictable. This is, this is the third game seven, these playoffs, right? What was the other ones? Uh, Warriors, Kings, Celtics, Celtics, Sixers. Sixers. Celtics, Sixers. Yeah. So, we'll see. Jason Tatum dropped 51. be interesting. It'd be funny if we get three 50-point game sevens in this playoffs. Like, we get Steph gets the 50, Tatum gets the 51, and either Tatum or Jimmy gets, like, 52 or 53. Get Tatum and Jimmy. My boy Caleb Martin need to be the number one option. He's about to give him 47. Watch. You ready? Who? Caleb yeah. Martin. He got 25 in him at least. Mm. Yeah. Martin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he averaged like 24 yeah. game for the series. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Um, any other thoughts? I feel like it's probably good, good, like, quick reaction pod. Any other thoughts heading into game seven before we wrap? Or what are we thinking? Be interesting to compare Caleb Martin's numbers on this playoff run. This is his first playoff run. How old is How old are they? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. How old is Caleb? Is he 25? Uh, he, 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 he can't be too old if I was going to make my point. <laughs> oh, he's, 20, he's 27. 
was like, like they <laughs> went to a college and then transferred to another college, sat out the year, and then played at that college. So like they was in college for a minute. I think they did all four yeah. if they didn't do at least three. Yeah. No, I was game this. Twenty six. Uh, Max Struess. Both of older than I thought. Yeah, that's the heat. I thought Martin was a little younger. I that's the thing they don't tell you about undrafted players that can play in the league. It usually takes you a minute because you got to go through the development. Like you have to go through the same development process of a young player in the NBA. Like get to the point that you can play in the NBA, but you also got to do that shit like playing overseas and in the G League and shit. So. By the time you get, I mean, Juan. Juan was like 27 when he first got his real shot, right? Or 26 at least. So, yeah. No, so, you got to find it your own way. Take some time. Yeah. Impressive. My bad. Go ahead. No, nah, yeah. I was, I was going. I thought Martin was under the. I thought Martin. Hey, man. We just I mean, leave him. Martin's having a great playoff run. Let's, let's, is Cody a free agent? I mean, if Cody's a free agent, it makes it seem we like he's going to get gonna be more, more gettable. Uh, oh, any thoughts about it? Seems like Bob's not coming back, or it's been two weeks and Bob. It's not been said that Bob's coming here. I guess if we want to transition the Warriors for a little bit before we wrap, any, any thoughts on Bob? Bob probably not coming back. I don't know. Or do you think he's still coming back? I don't know. But Steph Curry and Steve Kerr need to write down a plan together. No matter one if Bob stays, one if Bob goes, and they need to know what the hell they're going into this summer, and then. It's- in the fall and be ready to go and know that they can get Steph and Kevin Louis some help. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Mike Dunleavy, not the guy. That's where my Warriors fandom started. You're not really, not really Mike, started. Mike, Mike Dunleavy, Troy Murphy. That's what the Warriors were. But my earliest memory is us drafting Mike Dunleavy. Um, Jordan, how you feel? Bob Myers out. I hate to spoil your dreams, uh, but both Cody and Caleb Martin are locked up until like 2025. So, well, okay, the Hornets don't got no owner. Yeah, so no, the Hornets, we the need Hornets aren't. We ain't got no GM. Guy. Yeah, my bad, Jordan. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know. Uh, shit. Uh, yeah, I I think, think about LeBron. Yeah, yeah, we gotta see. It's gonna be a crazy summer. Uh, it's gonna start quick. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of teams that need to change and shit, and there's not a lot of free agents, so I don't know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a weird summer. Maybe uh, some trades. All right. Any other thoughts before we wrap? We can make this a quick reaction pod. Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler. We'll Jimmy get Butler said he's not losing game seven. He said that last time. He wasn't time, losing game six either. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't go two for twelve and uh, start two for twelve, two for thirteen. It did seem like he was as much. I feel like he was trying to conserve. I feel like he he may have been saving up the energy for this moment. Yeah, hopefully, maybe that's wishful thinking, but I think it's gonna come. Uh, all right, I think we're good. We can wrap there. I think uh, we should try. We should try to go out on Monday. Um, no promises, oh, yeah. but we should try to go Monday. Yeah. But um, until then, thank you for listening to The Garage, a flagship show of NBA sports. I would like to thank all my co-hosts for joining us tonight and also ask them to let y'all know where they can be found on the internet. Uh, 
Instagram underscore JBash, TikTok JBash47, Spotify, Apple Music JBash, YouTube JBash. You can find me, you can find me, you can find me on Twitch, Daniel Doom 47, on Instagram, Daniel Doom underscore, and on TikTok, underscore Daniel Doom, YouTube, Doom and Sign, Wonder, Doom and Wonder. Good shit. Uh, I go by Mike. Spell that M one K E. Again, that's Mike with the one M one K E. Um, you can find everything I do on the website. Uh, that's Mike info. Again, that's M one K E info. And subscribe to the YouTube. We try and get the YouTube going. Drop some Tears of the Kingdom clips if you uh, like Zelda and all Nintendo things. Um, got some music on there. Uh, video game stuff and uh, clips, long form clips of these podcasts. So check that out. That's at Trash Mike. Again, Trash Mike. Mike spelled M one K E. Thank you guys all for listening. Again, you've been listening to the Garage and NBA Live Show, a podcast you can find on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow the show on TikTok at NBH Sports Network, or you can follow the show on YouTube at nbh sports we will be back hopefully monday night definitely next weekend but hopefully monday night we will be back to talk about what happened in this game seven that we're all anticipating and then um our thoughts about the nba finals before they get started on thursday um but until then remember it all started with the basketball peace